This is NPR Illinois. You may have heard recently about the Illinois Innovation Network, or maybe Discovery Partners Institute. Our education reporter Dusty Rhodes explains why you might want to pay attention. Here's a good reason. In the current state budget, these two projects are slated to receive half a billion dollars. Yes, I said billion with a B. So what will Discovery Partners Institute and Illinois Innovation Network actually do? Well, here's how Tim Colleen, president of the University of Illinois, described these two organizations on Tuesday to a panel of lawmakers. They will educate thousands of students in leading-edge, hands-on curricula that will nurture the innovators and entrepreneurs of tomorrow. They'll add a jolt to our already rich legacy of pioneering research discovery that truly packs a punch. They will deeply integrate research, education, and innovation in a modern way, providing hands-on experiential experiences. Where will these experiential experiences take place? Ed Seidel, the U of I Vice President for Economic Development and Innovation, had that answer. We wanted to create a special venue where universities and companies and organizations from across the state would be able to work very closely together in areas such as food and agriculture, health and wellness, computing and data, and environment and water. Obviously, a special venue requires special new buildings. Bill Sanders, the engineering professor chosen as interim director of this venture, shared those details. We plan to build a facility uh, in Chicago's South Loop by 2021 and have that be fully operational by 2023. It will feature classrooms outfitted with the latest in visualization and display technologies that will eliminate the physical distance barriers that we have today. Colleen, Seidel, and Sanders were speaking to the state Senate's Higher Education Committee, which is chaired by Pat McGuire. I barely know the front end of a horse from the back end, but I've got to say, whoa. You've told us you've been working on this for two years. This is the first I've heard anything more from the University of Illinois other than the initials DPI. I have questions, my constituents have questions, stakeholders throughout higher education in the state of Illinois have questions. McGuire, a Democrat from Joliet, continued using those initials, DPI, as he worked his way down his list. What is the status of private fundraising for DPI? How much is in your pockets right now? In our pockets, uh, I'd rather talk about how much we have potential for. We have many, many conversations with potential donors, uh, and we're talking about funding potentially in in many hundreds of millions of dollars, and we think that's quite viable for us to be able to achieve uh, as we go forward on this. The governor said that there are billions in private donations on their way, and that he expects groundbreaking within six months. I think he made that statement in June. Do you expect to break ground before the end of well, we, the calendar Well, we expect year? to be able to announce a groundbreaking timetable in a matter of weeks to months. Um, we're working intensively through all the procurement issues and every hoop that we need to uh, to get any donations of land papered up so that they, we can actually have a announcement. We're, we're not going to plan premature announcements, but we certainly think we're close to a groundbreaking timetable. The proposed site of DPI is in an area called the 78, owned by the real estate development firm called Related Midwest. How was the 78 chosen to be the site for DPI? Related Midwest came to us with a donation proposal, verbal, that we got very excited about because it's um, uh, that particular location is on the riverfront, it's downtown Chicago, it uh, doesn't displace any communities, it's large. So it was a coming together of, I would say, parallel visions 
and the donation or the proposed donation of the land was very obviously significant. Yes, proposed donation. Yeah. How many acres? Well, we are talking with the developer about how many acres. The original uh, announcement, there was talk of 20 acres. We would like the number to be a large number. So that number is not finalized yet either. And, um, and I apologize up front. You're going to hear a lot. We don't quite have the specifics laid out. What written agreements exist between DPI and related Midwest? There is no written agreement today, but there is a draft that we have been iterating on. A major new construction project is crucial, Seidel said, for DPI to compete with other tech centers like Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, and Silicon Valley. It will serve as the headquarters of the Illinois Innovation Network, comprised of campuses that sign on to partner with DPI. Northern Illinois University is one such campus, and Lisa Freeman is its president. The city of DeKalb and NIU are very excited about this opportunity to build on our heritage. Barbed wire was invented in DeKalb. Everybody knows about DeKalb genetics and the flying ear of corn. And this is an opportunity for us to return to those roots in a very different environment, take advantage of our area as a peri-urban area, our university as a university that brings together um, students who come from urban and rural and suburban areas, some of whom grow our food and some of whom think food comes in a package. And we're very excited about this opportunity. The University of Illinois system approached us about this while they were approaching many other universities. It gave us a real reason to um, start to put the budget impasse behind us and dream. Lawmakers, however, have nightmares about letting $500 million taxpayer dollars slip away, and they want a seat on the DPI board, which is yet another detail that hasn't been nailed down. We don't have the governance blueprint in place. We've taken concepts all the way through to potential blueprints, but we need more conversations like this, I think. Obviously, the taxpayer contribution that happened in May uh, really changed our thinking uh, tremendously. This is now forever rooted in state legislative action, uh, taxpayer action at a state public flagship university. That is just wonderful, and that needs to be honored in the governance scheme. So um, I look forward to your thoughts and comments on how to do that in an appropriate way. Now, there are lessons to be learned about governance systems, slowing things down, food fights, and we don't want our faculty to recoil from a governance system that looks like it's not going to liberate them to do amazing things. After the hearing, I sat down with McGuire, the committee chair. I was very disturbed to find in the materials we were given by the university that one of its goals is to create one million jobs globally. Of course, one problem with Illinois' economy is that so many uh, manufacturers have taken jobs out of our communities, out of our state, out of our country. Uh, when I graduated from high school, there were 7,000 people working at Caterpillar and Joliet. Next year, there will be zero. And I didn't hear anything concrete today about how DPI will replace those jobs. And again, I'll be the first to acknowledge that the economy has changed. But we need to find solutions, and for half a billion dollars, I hope we can find some that'll help families that are still hurting in the wake of first deindustrialization and secondly, the Great Recession. DPI is not a partisan issue. Who wouldn't want something good to happen in Illinois? Informed sources say that a facility like Discovery Partners Institute has been the apple of now Governor Rauner's eye ever since he was a private citizen. 
And I understand that it's the responsibility of a governor and the president of our flagship land-grant university to think big. Again, what's that going to do for the working families and the not-working families of Illinois? McGuire had concluded the hearing by asking Colleen to give the committee monthly reports on DPI. The university president agreed. I'm Dusty Rhodes.